four, three, two, one. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to everything you need to know about music. Where tonight, I, Jason, am sitting with my friend Seth. Say what's up, Seth. Hey, Jason. Hey, buddy. And Matt the Stats. Say what's, what's up, Matt. up. What's up? All right, um, we're going to get right into our new segment, which we've been doing now for a couple of podcasts, which is This Is My Jam, and I am going to hog it and go first and tell you that because my friend Jason is here, who is a big country music fan, Mm. and I am just recently getting exposed to this genre from so many people in so many different ways, Mm. that I will tell you that this song is not a country song, although it is a country song. It's not a country song, though. Everything mm. comes from country. It doesn't. Mm. It doesn't. Mm. Everything comes from jazz. But well, that's a whole other podcast. Mm. Um, this guy is pure country, but this song is not. And I can't believe how good he is. Okay. This is Chris Stapleton. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And this is cold. Yes. And I can't yes. believe this dude's voice. And I'm, yeah, look, so and I'm giving right you, I'm moments. giving you piano, which I know you, he's unbelievable. He is. He's unbelievable. He, he deserves his own genre. Sorry, he is does. He he, oh, I don't know if he's playing the piano on this particular. He's country thing. soul. What is he? It is country soul blues. He's oof, rock. Oof. He because it's unbelievable. His voice, he could sing anything. I'm gonna fast yes. forward it just a little bit, just so we can get to just kind of the middle part. Twinkle, twinkle, all day. That hits me. That's it. You just keep everything else. That hits me. Yeah. So you, I mean, he just nails it. Sorry. So that's that's my jam right now. And I I thought you'd like to know that I am actually listening to that and enjoying it. Mm -hmm. All right. God, that warms my soul. So there you go. So since your soul is warm, Jay, I'll have you go next. I usually listen to Chris Stapleton when I'm on the lawn. Really? Oh. I don't know why, but yeah. It's fitting. It's country <laughs> style work, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, for some reason, I like it. <laughs> All right, Jay. What do you What do you listen to when you're when you're feeding the hogs and uh, milking your cows? <laughs> <laughs> I don't All know right. what that's code for. <laughs> yeah, it's just this country work. <laughs> All right, I, I'm not even gonna say anything because this is just one of those songs that I've been listening to again on the run. But okay, I think you'll like. Go. Oh wow! Yeah. So you did one for me because I did one for you. I didn't. Oh it was wow! Up this before. is. Oh there wow! I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm out at Brooklyn. Now I'm down in Tribeca, right next when to this came out, so I couldn't believe it. I was uh, floored. Me too. Absolutely. Floored. I'd say this is the, one of the best songs I've ever heard. Yes, it's I could, really it was three perfect verses, and then you put Alicia Keys in the right. middle, and I'm super yeah. happy. Yeah. And I'm a new, and you know, as a New York sports fan, the, when it came out, yeah. it was played. Yeah. Any any game I'm watching, it's yeah. played five right. times a game. But yeah. you don't and get I sick of it. No, no yeah. you don't. It's no, great. It pumps you up. And every it's time. a it's a hype song. You're going yes. running. You're yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's yes. awesome. Very nice. All right, that's your jam right now. Very nice. All right, good job, Seth. Your and turn. Um, this is one that I feel almost. I, I feel like this woman. Now this is a band, but I feel like this woman is uh, is somewhat transcendent of genres. And and here is the song that I can't get enough of. It's not new. Okay. But there you go. That's the live version. Okay. Do you want to tell us who this is or anything going on? Brittany. It is. It's um this is Alabama Shakes, and this is the song Joe. Oof. I love her. Jay's gonna like this. I don't know if you know this. I'm not there yet. Oh yeah. I feel I you're feel gonna like, like you're gonna like her a lot. Um She's the lead singer of the Alabama Shakes, yeah. 
she's, she's got some solo groove, stuff. She's yeah. What am I to do? I've been around this world looking for someone like you. Quite a voice, huh? Plays a hell of a guitar, huh? Is it? Yeah, she does. That's not the I'm here and down there. I get around you. And and I have seen, I think, because you've sent me a few of her live playing, and she is animated. Awesome. She is feeling it. Holy! She's just got that deep, soul. big time, big time. Yeah. But I, admittedly, I don't know this song. I gotta say, she's got a lower range on her. Yeah. Big oh yeah. Time. yeah. Here we go. All right, you want to be over with the organ. Yep, all right, I added to the playlist. Thank you for that, Seth. Fantastic. Wait, what was the name of the song? That is Joe by Alabama Shakes. That's a live version. So it's not on any of their albums. It's just the. You got to find that live version. You find that one. All right, all right, well done. That's a good one. Matt, the stats. All right. I felt like those two kids on that song that listened to Phil Collins for the first time, you know, when they're like <laughs> the watching it and they're like, whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, that's, right. yeah. that's great. So good. All right. Uh, so I was originally going to play, I, I really enjoy reggae. I love reggae mm. music. Uh, and I was going to play so, Iration, uh, oh. which is one of my favorite bands. They're from California, Santa Barbara. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, my homegirl, Snow. <laughs> Seth knows oh, about her. Oh man! I, 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 I turned Seth on. Her. her name is Snow her. Allegra. Very shy day. Really? This is a photo of her. It's not that I don't want you here. Yep, love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm down with Snow. S N O H. S N O H. What about God. Snow, who did Informer back in the day? Oh yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> not to be confused. Right. Not to be confused. Wait, let me hear this. Oh, wait, this hook is, uh... Got the lights down low. I didn't pick the song. She's playing this, and she's just like, "What's up?" Yeah. Oh, you know it's on. You know it's on. <laughs> she's like, "You want to help me fold the clothes?" Let's hit this, uh, let's hit this hook real quick. Wow. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm definitely at that one. Okay. Well done, everybody. All right. Let's get to it, Seth. Yeah. What are we doing tonight again? So, admittingly, I'll, I have no idea where you're taking me tonight. No, and I, you're gonna have to give me a minute to get there because I would love to. I like to. Uh, you know, I'm not from down here, and as neither <laughs> is Matt. So when okay. I talk about my friends, nobody knows anything about them. So I like to give this opportunity because my family will oh. listen to this, and so I like to get to know a little bit. But my question is this, and I'll and I'll you'll see. I'll get to where I'm going. Okay. I want to th- talk about. <laughs> We'll talk about education, right? So school. What right. was your favorite class in school? When you say school, do you mean higher education, grade Doesn't school? Matter. Yeah. Of all time. Yeah. That's or favorite really teacher. I just want to th- yeah. was there a subject that you loved? I had a lot of favorites. History. Really? I loved history. Okay. Uh existentialism I took in college, yeah. which philosophy was a in college was awesome. Yeah. 
That was a great class. Three come to mind. Philosophy would have been one. Okay. Film study. I ah, really I enjoyed. That's that that's was good. really cool. Now that's that's a and then that's music a, appreciation. That's oh, a yeah. university yeah. level I, class, yeah. right? The, it the, was. The, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Music yeah. appreciation. Yeah. Meaning mm-hmm. that's again. That's a higher level. So I class. went to summer classes because we were required to take one summer semester. It's like classical, at, though, right? Classical yeah. music. No, it was well, it was mostly yeah. Um, yeah, classical music. I did have a musical. And it was like, oh, this is going to be brutal, and I loved it so yeah. much so that I still have the the CDs we were required to buy for the classes, like our textbooks. Yeah, it was amazing, absolutely amazing. Oh. What about God, my parents? Just, like, I think paid somebody off at the school to get me into gifted class. So, uh-huh. like, in middle school. Susan Angler was her name, but she just, she pressed you on your mind, everything, just no kidding. question, oh, that's question, great. question, yeah. That is cool. Because you were challenged. Did you met? No, no, I didn't have any I had a, t- I had a math teacher that stood out. I liked math, and I like, well, okay, so the reason I'm talking about this, because I, I look now, and some of you guys know, uh, you know, my son is Lincoln, I, I love history, and I think back, I'm like, I hated it. Uh, I, I, didn't, love like, I didn't like it in school, no. No, yeah. hated it, hated it. It was Wish so I could go boring. Back. Yeah. Like, what class would I go back and say, you know, what do I want to, what do I want to study? more of and it might be history it might be music I agree with you on that history is awesome right yeah. did you like it when you were in high school uh, medium yeah I don't think I ever had a teacher that really you know connected me to anything with it though either so yeah. but now it's like amazing I love it yeah, yeah. so I love to think about you know I, I, so when I'm thinking about music right because I was thinking about education and I want to this podcast is going to be maybe a little bit more you know nerdy educational history oh, related nice. but when I was thinking about doing this, I started thinking about like music and I love history stuff and thinking about, you know, how did this, you, know, you think about when somebody created fire, like how did they, how did we, like, there was nothing, it didn't exist before somebody created fire. What about music? Like how did that, what was the first, and I'm sure somebody out there knows like, no, this is like the first form because I cannot get into my car. I can't go home without talking to my little Google and play or having my phone. Right, if I'm walking the right, dog, I'm right. making sure I have my phone so I can listen to something. I mean, yeah. Like it's, always on yeah. unless I'm listening to like talk radio podcasts something like that so I have what has been described as listomania do you know about this no what is that listomania is a, it's not a you know like a disease or a condition or anything but it's it's considered like you have to have noise on mm. or music mm. on all the time I must have that I have that for sure in this house there is always music on no matter what whether it's in the car in the house at the office can you meditate? No, I can't. It's, I can't shut it down. Right. <laughs> it's, there's always music. And even if there's stuff like just sounds, those sounds become music. Yeah. They become a pattern, a rhythm of right. something that right. creates something. We talked about this before, but like Prince was like that. Like he'd be in the toilet and he, you know, using the bathroom. Yeah. And literally in the toilet. And he'd, ha- and he'd have to have some recording device there because he would hear something. Yeah. Like, oh man, I got to yeah. record it. It's just the way that it's, my, it's just the way I think it works. Yeah. I think I just mentioned this earlier, but my all my parents were teachers, so I have all all of my parents. In other words, both of them. <laughs> they were both teachers. My all I didn't my know family that. though. Yeah, yeah, they both oh, were. Wow. Yeah, and my dad was a, a music teacher, band director, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. And um, and my brother is a teacher, and so like I have this huge just appreciation for educators. Yeah. I almost was. I went. I was working at a. Not that you guys care. I'm sure the listeners do though. I was working <laughs> at a Gold's Gym. We get emails all the yeah, time. Yeah, can, yeah. can Seth tell us more about what he wanted more to of do? His history. Yeah, history. Yeah, 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 yeah. More about what he did out of college. I was working at a Gold's Gym in Hershey, PA, out of college, and I was like, it was dead end. It was horrible, making minimum wage and whatever. And I just started applying all over the place, and I was going to go back to school to be a gym teacher. I'm like, I can't. I want to be a teacher because wow. my family does, but I can't do. What am I going to do? Right. Right. I can do PE. I think I could do that. But anyway, and it. So why are you asking us this? Like, where okay, are you so, taking right. me with this? So the next question, then I say, like, 
again, I'm going to get to like the history because I want to talk about the history of a very American, don't say anything, very American, the American music. Okay. Right? As I'm driving here, I started thinking like, who created the first in- instrument? Like I always have music on, like yeah. who created a, a guitar? And we might know this. I don't know if you know it or not. Who created a brass instrument? Like who thought to tangle up a trumpet yeah. and blow through it? And I'm sure it started as a bugle yeah. and evolved. Or just banging on things even, well, right? Well, that's why I thought like the yeah, first music had, be just a... be, had just to be like banging on yeah, stuff, right? rocks or... Sticks on something, yeah, or just some <laughs> right, sort of right, chanting right. or something, right? Right, yeah. but it had to be. Can you imagine living in that time where there's no music, or there, or I guess you're creating something? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't. it would be really weird. It would be bizarre. But you don't know anything right? different, I guess. At that, well, that's point. it. That's it. You think about like even you know we just it, you you've done different podcasts from from folks from the 50s, 60s, whatever, yep. and and how much music has progressed since then, and we alluded to it in in. The previous podcast, I don't know when this one will be aired, but that we're saying like, you know, there's people don't sing in falsettos anymore. You know, right, it's now right. evolved to this auto tuning, and right. So who knows what it's going to be thirty years from now? That's right, true. Right. Yet there is a commonality, at least for the past seventy years, of you would recognize a, a piece of music from say 1940 yeah. or 50. You'd go, that's music. You wouldn't go, wait a minute, what is this? It would yeah. sound maybe different, and the audio quality would be different. The, the, the instrumentation would be different, mm-hmm. but you'd recognize it as song. We can now. Can you imagine going back on a time machine to the, to the 20s or 30s or 40s and playing like some mumble rap or death music or something? Or if you went the other way, if, if in the classical period, in, let's say the 1800s, when they're like, like symphonies type yeah. music, right? Symphonic, like or- orchestral music that yeah. would now, you'd look at a three minute song like, where's the rest of it? Right. Right? I mean, right. It, it, right, right, right. These, right. Were, these were like one Movements. and a half, two hour yeah, yeah, yeah. productions. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, like an totally. opera, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So where I'm going with this is I, I love uh, jazz and I feel like the, Oh, um, what are we it doing is, right now? It is the, uh, this is going to be a very abbreviated version. You know, watch Ken Burns' jazz yeah. documentary if you really want to yeah, get into it. But I sure. want to talk specifically about New Orleans jazz because I, no feel kidding. Like, I feel like it is the first, and argue or forgive me or either one, I think it's the first true American art form. Absolutely. It absolutely right? it's, is. It's that, yes. that, is, that is 100% Ours. American. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, so I want to go back. All right. So how do we get to a, a unique American art form that is Wow, jazz? this is going to be great. Seth. Well, don't, you know. Don't, 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 <laughs> let's let's not get our hopes I'm up. I'm very yeah, excited let's, about uh, this. Let's tame ourselves a little I'm bit. very excited. So, all right. So let's go back. And, uh, and first, when you think about America now, I'm not talking about Native Americans. I'm talking about when Europeans come over yep. and establish the colonies and everything else. All right. So we're in the 17th and 18th centuries, mm-hmm. right? So at that time, what was what was playing back then? What kind of music um, was going on there? And right. a lot of it, there was a lot of changes going on in the world. Of course, they found supposedly new land from Europe. Um, there's there's just these these drastic changes going on. But as we think about what was going on, it was a lot of like mandolin music, right? So something like this. This is kind of that, okay. that 1600s, yeah. 1700s, 1800s. If you are part of cultured society, you're listening yeah. to something like this. They also were listening to a lot of folk music, 
a lot of church music. Like, when's music being listened to? You know, again, we don't have, they didn't have the, the CD players or they didn't have Bluetooth in their, in their <laughs> right. buggies or cars right. or bikes or whatever right. they were getting around on their horses. Um, so you had folk music, you had church music, you had operas, there was orchestras, um, you know, but a lot of this. And the mandolin was extremely popular. Yeah. So this is, uh, it doesn't matter what it is. This is just, but you're hearing a little bit of that. Yep. The other thing, you know, how else is music being used back then? Uh, in. Uh, wait, wait, it, sorry. Go, go ahead, let, let, me, let me interrupt you for a second. So this is playing. I would know this is not a current song. We right. were talking about, sure. would you know a song <laughs> right. from the 40s or the 50s? Interesting, right? yeah. Right, you would know yes. from the notes that are played, from the style, from yep. the orchestration, everything. You would know that this is not a, now it may have been reproduced recently. Like it may have been recorded in the past 10, 15, 20 years. I don't mm-hmm. know. But they're obviously mimicking a style of the fashion that was hundreds of years ago. Right. Isn't that funny how we would yes. know that? Yes. Stylistically? Yeah. Well, there are different yeah. periods of periods of music and periods of history. And yeah, so it makes sense. All right. So there, so this was kind of the the popular sort of Europe from a European standpoint right. anyway. Yeah, I, the, I can't believe that still hasn't stayed on. I mean, that's fantastic stuff. You know. <laughs> Why isn't that so being good. played on the radio? <laughs> right, right. Right. Why is it you're you said your kids listen to the weekend. Go home and just put this on. Yeah, and see, they'll, see what they'll forget about the weekend real quick. <laughs> yeah. So the other way that uh music is being used at this point is um or, well, of course around the mid to late uh, 1700s, 18th century in America, right. the Revolutionary War breaks out. So you've got instruments that are being used uh, for something like this. This is Reve, used to wake up soldiers. So, of course, you have that. But then again, you go in, if you're walking down any uh, colonial street in a right. city, you're probably hearing more of just the orchestra music, right? Again, you got families doing folk songs and, and families playing music, but you're going to hear a little bit of this. So, the European classics, we've got, you know, Bach was a big one, but it's it's brass bands. This is the kind of stuff you'd hear. So, as some of these are playing, I want to tell you a little bit about where we were with New Orleans at the time. Okay. All right, so how we get to, to jazz um, as it was. So, New Orleans at that time was one of the most diverse cities of its time. Still, I mean, I guess arguably you could say yeah, it still, still is, is, in, yeah. in, is, at least in the United States, right? Very sure. cultural uh, place. So it was claimed for the French in 1682. And the big thing there was the abundance of natural resources. You had the Mississippi River. Um, you know, it, that made it easy to get ev- everywhere. Just a side note, the first Mardi Gras, any guesses on when the first wow. Mardi Gras, first recorded Mardi Gras was? No, I don't want to guess. I'll embarrass myself. Let's shoot it out there. You know the time frame I'm looking at. 1780. 1812. 1699. No, it's not. 1699. It was the first recorded Mardi Gras, but it was just a midwinter feast. I mean, that's how it started. It was a midwinter feast. Um, Now, New Orleans was officially founded 95 miles north of the mouth of the Mississippi in 1718. So it was laid out as a set of streets called uh, the Vaucaray. Yeah, just today's That's right. French Quarter. It's one of my favorite bourbon drinks is the Vucare. But anyway, go ahead. Well, you know, I just had one the other night, and Matt was making fun of me. But, you know, no, we don't need what? to go there. I, I wasn't making fun. I was <laughs> no, just talking no, about the brandy all. glass. Yeah, yeah it wasn't. Oh. Yeah, no. But you did have a Vucare. Yes, has I did have a Vucare. Benedictine brandy in it. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyway, in 1723, France actually gave Louisiana to Spain to keep it away from Great Britain. 
because it was the it it was the um, French and Indian War. France realized that they were going to lose that war, and they did not want to lose Louisiana. So they no gave that kidding. to Spain. Didn't know that. Yep. So they gave it to Spain. It stayed with Spain until 1800, and then Spain gave it back to France. Um, Napoleon sold it to the U.S. Huh. right in 1803. So, um, so obviously, it's still even during that time frame when. So that's when, why there's so much cultural so differences much, going on, right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. So comes back um, to uh, to France. France sells it to the U.S. Thomas Jefferson, 1803, Louisiana Purchase, and again, I'm I'm setting it up just as you said. Uh, Jason, that there, it's all these cultures that are coming together with all these different things, and of course, there's Native Americans there. Yeah, um, the Creoles that you hear about, those are locally born descendants of early French settlers, um, and they actually set much of the culture. And it was so different from any other American city. Most American cities, they came from various parts of Europe and just set up in that. But the but Creoles were kind of natural there in that area. So, uh, because of the sugar and cotton coming down the Mississippi, right. it became one of the wealthiest cities. It's the fourth, at one point in time, it was the fourth busiest port in the world. No kidding. In the world. Yeah. And it was all this, you know, the slave trade, I mean, it was all done because of that, but it was the cotton, it was the sugar. And that leads us to that next part. It also had the biggest slave market in the country from 1800 to 1861. The largest slave market was in North uh, oh, wow. was in New Orleans, yeah. which makes sense yeah. because it's yeah. right there at the mouth of Mississippi, mm-hmm. coming from Africa, coming from the Caribbean. They're bringing slaves there and and selling them. So you've got this great mix of all these different cultures that are coming together. Um, Quite a hodgepodge. I mean, it's know, that is a yeah big time. It's all coming to something. Yeah. Here gospel. Go. Yeah. Where are we right? going? It's gospel. Right. So slavery was a huge part of New Orleans. Many of the original buildings that still stand in the French Quarter now were built by slaves. Oh, wow. um, by 1840, 42% of the city's population was black. Huh. So almost half of the city's population, 40, uh, I'm sorry, 42% of them, 23% were slaves and 19% were free. So wow. what would happen is, um, I don't know if you guys have been there, but there's a place, it's now Louis Armstrong Park, but it's, it was called yeah. Congo Square. Mm-hmm. So Congo Square, which is just north of the French Quarter, was, um, was a big area back then for, for slaves specifically. Typically, enslaved uh, Africans were given Sundays off, right? So they'd gather anywhere they could. They'd go on levees. They'd go in people's backyards, public squares, wherever, just to gather, to sing songs, to dance. In 1817, the mayor of New Orleans said they can only meet in one place, just outside town in Congo Square. So he said, this is the square you can meet, have markets, do dances, sing songs, whatever it is you're going to do, just 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 go there, there. put it in one place, which is, again, I mean, slavery is awful. There's just one more thing. Just There's your place. So that's what they do. They'd have a market, they'd sing, they'd play music, they'd dance. And a lot of what they would do, these slaves coming from West Africa would would communicate in a number of ways and uh, through music. And a lot of it was um, drumming. So you'd have something like this. So on a Sunday afternoon, you'd have drums going on in Congo Square. You'd have um, this. There's a market going on. There'd actually be people that would come. The Europeans visitors that would gather around the square to just watch the dancing. Really? So you'd have five to six hundred people just dancing in Congo Square at any one time on a on a Sunday to these. No kidding. Yeah. 
So if you can imagine it again, so here, here, so a, now, so 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 I see what you're doing here. So you're you're, you're giving me a little guitar. You're giving me the the, the the mandolin. Then you're giving me some of the horns. You're giving me some <laughs> of the strings. Now you're giving me the beats, and you're showing me how it's all going to come together, aren't you? As these things come together. In New Orleans, like no other Professor Seth. Yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. That's why he asked us about the teaching. I asked you if there was anybody cool because I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you're asked that question, you know who to answer. Got it. Yes. Sorry. Because yes. you've always wanted Seth. to be a teacher like their family. Yeah. This is all coming together so nicely. <laughs> not right. hot. In- yeah, not hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I would not. <laughs> that would not be me. But uh, at the time, right, you're hearing the drums going yep. and there's dancing. And this is also the time that for those who know New Orleans, this is when you know, a lot of religious ceremonies were going on. They would use the drumming and different things for that. Voodoo was a, was right. a practice yep. that would come yep. about through that. You've got all these cultural musics that yeah, work, that's right. know, sure. coming together where if you're walking down a New Orleans street and Bourbon Street sort of north creeping up towards Congo Square. So let's just say that. You might walk past and hear again some of this. I, I don't know if you're going to hear this coming out along with, mixed in with some of these drums from West Africa. Yeah. And you've got the horns playing over top of this. Now, the first guy that kind of started to bring this in, at least that I could find, right, was... Um, this famous composer from New Orleans, his name was Louis Moreau Gottschalk. Okay. I might be mispronouncing that, so if somebody wants to fact check me, that's cool too. Um, but super influenced by um, Congo Square. And he took some of those drumming themes and put them into his music. So now he is a classical composer out of New Orleans, and you get a song like this. So just listen to this for a second and see if you can pick up on some of those same themes. You're going to have the European themes, but... What year are we talking Ooh, this is in the 1800s. Okay. I'm not sure of the year. So you kind of hear... It's still yeah, classical, yeah, though, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Just wait and give it a second to pick up. Oh. Because he's starting to bring some of those drums in. Yeah. There's your horns. Yeah. Yep. So of course, later in the uh, actually um, going back to Congo Square in the in the late 1890s, it became an, a music venue. So this is after oh, the yeah. Civil War, and it's yeah. announced a music yeah. venue. They later expanded it, so the outskirts of the square were expanded, and they named it Louis Armstrong Park. This was years later. Eventually, New Orleans Jazz Fest, which is a big thing. This is the first place it was held, oh, and that outgrew that's cool. that outgrew Louis Armstrong Park. Uh, it just got too big, so they needed a new venue, so they moved it. But, but that's where it all was. Mm. Music. I think if you talk to people from New Orleans, I'm, I'm not one, but if you talk to people, it's it's kind of a birthright. You know, even before jazz, the the it was such a diverse population. Sure. It was French, Spanish, African, Italian, German, Latin. You know, they all found this common ground in music. Yeah. You know, that's kind of what they had. So, how did jazz come to be? Right. So we're working towards that. The word jazz. Does anybody know where that comes from? Do y'all know? No. No, and it's so, my favorite genre of dude, music. So and I don't actually know. As I'm, wow, no as, one's ever asked me that. As I'm, know how to meet him. Doing this, uh, you know, research yeah. for the podcast, I'm trying to figure this out, and it and it actually comes from, which makes a lot of people laugh. It came from jazzum, J A S M, or jism. 
Okay. J-I-S-M. And what that word, what those words meant, it was, it was a slang word. I feel like word. I'm being punked right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right, yeah. Right. Jazz should be jism. <laughs> but it came, uh, they were slang words in the 1840s that meant a spirit of energy. Oh, so wow. when, when it was first used, it was actually first used in San Francisco uh, in 1908. Uh, a band was playing and they told, somebody said to them, give it some more energy. Give it some more jazzum. And that oh, was that no was kidding. the slang for it. It was first used in print in Chicago in 1915, and then New Orleans in 1916. Interesting. As jazz, never knew that. As jazz, oh, as the wow. word jazz, never knew that. So, thank you for teaching me that. By the well, way, there you go. Yeah, that little tidbit may stick in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What's going? Well, the only thing I'll take away from yeah. from the professor over here <laughs> is <laughs> his beetle shirt and his glasses. Jism. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, as I said, you know, civil war ends and, and these African traditions slowly start to mix in with the other cultures. So, you know, you've got, remember, this, this kind of music mixed with something like this. And really people wanted to dance. That's what people yeah. wanted to, you know, you're looking now, well, let's get into like the early 1900s and ragtime was the first form of yeah, jazz. Yeah, yeah, And that was kind of more of a faster music. It was for dancing. Um... That's Former, like early 1900s, late 1800s? Yeah, late 1800s. Yeah, right? Yep, yep, exactly. Um, also, after the Civil War, a lot of slaves were coming from these plantations and they're flocking to cities to get work. Yeah. And they're bringing the blues. So they would have the songs that they would sing on the plantations. So you've got blues, you've got, you've, wow, you've got all right. these yeah, different genres that are mixing together. Um, and, and ultimately, when you mix you know, ragtime and blues, you get this upbeat dance tunes, which is in um, the 1890s. And the biggest difference with, with jazz was that there was improvisation used. So it was kind of like, you know, you'd have some standard standard music that they write, but then it's just, just go ahead. And each yeah. musician has the opportunity to explore. To explore. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a true art form. And that's what made it truly um, American. Mm-hmm. It really was truly American music. It was played a lot in the red light district, the bars and brothels. There was a place called Storyville in New Orleans, which was shut down years, years later. I think it was shut down by the U.S. government government in 1917. But the guy, there's a bunch of different people who claim they were the first jazz artists. Buddy Bolden is kind of considered the first jazz artist. And this is an example of, it's not him because they don't have recordings of him, but this is one of his songs called Making Runs. And this would be like early, early jazz. This is by a group called the Buddy Bolden Legacy Band. And this is his song that... that yep. Very ragtime, wow. right? Very ragtime. But also extremely New Orleans jazz. Yes. 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 Yep. Oh, that, and, and you know what? The the I was just yeah. going to say that. Yeah. 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 That's you like know, a little bit of that mandolin, the whole banjo-y right. mandolin thing, yeah? Right. Yeah. Ragtime, a lot of times, you know, people think of ragtime now, they think about a piano. A lot of times, like yeah, right, playing, playing. yeah, a little honky tonk. And, and f- for the most part, when it was originally created, or you know, as it as it evolved into ragtime, it was mostly guitars. So there wasn't, yeah. there wasn't a piano per se uh, in a lot of the the original ragtime music. That's really good. Can I tell you a story that you might like? Please. Talking about some of the slaves and the um, day off that they would have. Um, they would do. At, 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 at these um, when they would congregate and they would get together on their day off and they would be all together they would play these songs and they would do these dances especially to ragtime type stuff and the thing that always stuck in my brain after I heard this story 
was they would do um, a dance that, to make fun of their owners. Oh, wow. Hmm. But the owners found it funny, almost in a way of like them paying a bit of maybe a tribute to them. Like and a roast? Kind of like a roast. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. 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 And the owners would bake a cake and set it, and they would do a dance, and the best dance would take the cake. And so the expression, that uh, takes the cake, come on, really? is from doing the cakewalk, which is where that expression comes from. Wow. Which is that, this whole process wow. of wow. the slaves doing that. That's unbelievable. So if you, when next time you say, oh, that's, that's, that's cake, that's cakewalk, that's where it comes from. Wow. And, or that takes the cake. That's oh, where, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Isn't that wild? That is. Yeah. So every time I hear those kinds of songs, that's what they, that was the cakewalk. That's what they used to do. Wow. Yeah. So you can have that. That's like that. interesting, Professor. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I didn't want yeah. that to be the only professor. That's right. You're getting schooled. Like Jay Butt's getting schooled over All right. There. So go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. So you've got Buddy Bolden who claims that he created jazz, but the, but the art form is what's going on. The other guy who people say, you know, he claimed that he created jazz was um, Jelly Roll Morton. Yeah. So this is an example of him. This is Dr. Jazz by Jelly Roll Morton. Very much. That's a name I know. Jazz. Yeah. 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 He's, he's kind of that first, I think, famous jazz artist. Yeah. Um, it's almost weird when you think about the definition of jazz, in my opinion, to even say to anyone could be the originator of it. Because it is a hodgepodge of all these different musicians getting together specifically to create something that's never been created before. And even if we come together on a Friday night, if we're going to come together again on a Saturday night, none of the songs are going to sound the exact same on Saturday that they did on Friday. That's right. Because that's what jazz is. It's what we feel in the moment. So for anyone to say they created it is almost like it's tough to do. But maybe going back to like this particular style of music to Jelly Roll, I can can understand that. Yeah, but but even Jelly Roll Morton had... Pretty pretty much, people know that uh, who know about this that he had zero credibility, right? He lied about <laughs> oh, his really? age. Oh yeah, yeah, zero <laughs> I zero I, credibility. I didn't know that. He he lied about his age to make him more credible. So he would tell oh, people wow. that he was older than he was. But all these guys, Louis Armstrong included, they they grew up in this Storyville that yeah. was shut down in 1917. They grew up in this red light district kind of uh, what's the um, oh, what's the what's the uh, what's the city I'm thinking about? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like very much like this red light district. That was New Orleans. And, right. and of course, they, they shut it down. But that is where jazz really flourished For sure. and became. So Louis is. Prima is an artist that I really enjoy. Oh, and yeah. he's, he's later, though. He's like in the 50s, yep. late 40s, early 50s. And he was big in New Orleans for that like Italian yes. influenced yes. jazz of New Orleans. But he tells a story where when he was growing up, so it was late early 20s late teens where when you would be in new orleans if you met somebody new you would say hey my name is seth what do you play that's oh, how wow. you were into like everyone yeah. was into music yeah so that's what you said like wh- what do you do what do you play right. yeah. everyone did something musically related in new orleans that's just the way yeah. that it was no, everybody was musically that's why i love the culture there though because i think that still exists to some extent a bit not quite like it was not then, like it though. was no not like right. it was but i think it's you know, you don't have, um, I mean, it's more in Southern culture in general, but marching bands, like marching bands where I grew up were not necessarily cool. Yeah. They're, that's, it's cool. Like they cool, rival right, the athletes. Right. Yeah. And, no, and, for sure. Nah. I did it in ninth grade. That was my last year. <laughs> <laughs> Saxophone? Uh, yeah. 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 Nobody, oh, yeah. yeah. That podcast yeah, yeah. was good. Uh, the Louis Prima. Oh, podcast, thank you. Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. He's special I love to me. Louis Prima. He's, yeah. he's special. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about energy. Holy moly. Yeah. yeah. 
But anyway, Listen, you, you can't have marching bands up north too, and it's snowing and blowing right. sideways that is and everything very true. else. So, that's I mean, good point. Right. You know. That's a good point. Yeah, exactly. That's why you move south. It's ridiculous yeah. up there. Come on down. Uh, Weather's warm. <laughs> so um, a lot of the so that was um, that was Jelly Roll Morton, and a lot of the New Orleans artists of the day had to leave the city to get big. It just wasn't you. You couldn't yeah. make a ton of money playing music in Storyville and, and on Bourbon Street and in the French Quarter. It just wasn't there. So they would move and go up the Mississippi to St. Louis, to Memphis, to to Chicago. Chicago, yeah, all the way up. Um, yep. and, and, then, and then even travel up the East Coast to New York. I mean, it just that, that's what a lot of artists did. So jazz starts to spread because they couldn't make the money. So it spreads on riverboats. It spreads to New York City, as I said. And, and, and really, Chicago was the place that that jazz really took off then after, you know, secondary to, to New Orleans. Um, World War One ends. We're moving forward here in time, obviously. World War One ends. The Roaring Twenties make partying prevalent and jazz grows in popularity. Yeah. And the popular New Orleans jazz artist at the time was Louis Armstrong. Yep, my dude. He was, he was the guy. So Bring he was back born the in, flappers. He was, he was born in I ninth like that look. I think it's, it's <sighs> cool. I love this guy. <laughs> Are you going to play me some Louis Armstrong? Right yeah, now? so he was one of the first black artists to actually cross over to popularity with Can we just audiences. talk about just how many years he did what he did? I mean, from the teens oh, yeah. to the 50s. That's right. It's like, and he was always old. Do you know what I mean? Well, his voice his is voice old. is old. His he always was older than he was, yep. if you know what I mean. Yep. Right? Yeah. Hundred yeah. years ago, and we're still talking about the guy like yes. I mean, that's a good point. Everybody knows his yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That I, is a really good point. I, I would say that if, if you were to ask a hundred people, name me a jazz artist. First person. That would be the first person. First person. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Him or Miles. I guess probably probably. I, I, probably I, Louis I think we are on first. Yeah. All day. Yeah. So let's. Um, I'm, so now, um, you know, we're kind I'm of on the edge point. of my seat right now. Like I'm ready. Like for, I'm, I'm ready for the song to come up. We're kind of you at know? a point where I'm going to give you samples of how New Orleans music has evolved because now jazz is established, right? Sure. So here is. Um, they can't take that away. Uh, it's, yeah. So this is. They can't take that away from me. This is. This is Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong, dude. And this is where I can. You know. I hate to talk. This is Ella this is on in the house. Seven days a week. This. This is what I wake up to. This is what I go to bed to. It's just this good. stuff. It's just good. Yeah. No, yeah. No, it just like hits me. Well, how many? I mean, it might be an outlier, but how many genres of music are going to be played? This is almost a hundred years later. Yeah. 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 What's playing right now that they're going to play a hundred? I think about that with the Beatles. I think the Beatles are timeless. Me too. Like this to me is is timeless. I don't know. Britney's right there too. Well, she's there. <laughs> but she's but, there. But listen, I mean, in all fairness, can I can I ask? <laughs> yeah, sure, for, you can. So for rookies like me, yeah, right. What are you telling Alexa to play? Right, like. Louis Armstrong radio. Like, yeah. So wait, wait, wait. Yes. I'll, I'll say three yes. things to her. Miles Davis radio. I'll play. Take, just play me some jazz. Mm. Or I'll say Louis Armstrong radio. Because I think that's important, right? Because there's a lot of people like me that absolutely love music, and I can appreciate every. Oh, and Billy Holiday radio. And I absolutely love mm-hmm. the jazz, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, I, I don't think about it. But listening to this now, I want to go home and just yeah. put this on. To just chill. So I would, I would go. I'll, I'll go, go with, please. Yeah. First, first, you could say, um, Alexa, play me some jism. That's one. <laughs> option. That's an option. Yeah. See what she does. See what she does. Uh, I would. I would go. Louis Armstrong. I actually. I've done Miles. I like to do a John Coltrane playlist. Better. I was going to say it's it has to be Coltrane. Yeah, I love Coltrane, no, especially for a guy who played no. the saxophone. Well, 
okay. I love Miles, yeah. and I will okay. do Miles so sometimes. So the thing with Coltrane is he gets a little um, spazzy. He, he goes, he gets a little crazy sometimes, and I don't want that vibe when I'm listening to jazz. It, I'll put on Coltrane albums when I'm looking for exactly that. But if you're asking me what kind of mixed playlist do I yeah. want, I'll say those names uh, along with a few others. But those are the top three or four, and then they like where they go from there works for me. See, I think when I do. The difference between Miles and Coltrane is is minimal. If you're if you're saying like, like hey Alexa, hey Google, right, whatever, right, Pandora, right, play right. me a playlist, there it's going to be very very similar. Yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't get into as much as if you're doing that, it doesn't get into, into the spazzy stuff. But I agree with you because Coltrane can just go oh, out there. Yeah, like yeah. Love Supreme will come on and I'll be like, oh, oh yeah. my god, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True musicians that yes. can oh, sit down and gosh. just play. it's nerdy jazz. Yeah. Whereas if you just want to sit and have a cocktail. And listen to something that's beautiful in the background, where it's on, but you're not, uh, you're not processing that it's on. You're not like listening. You're hearing. Any one of those that I just mentioned, I think are perfect. Billy, are you listening to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious though. Yeah, it's on all the time. This that's is where my Louis most Armstrong is the. He's the favorite genre. He's the the standard. You can't go wrong if you just say just play me some Louis Armstrong. Or Miles. It's going to go all over. Yeah, or Miles. Miles. Or John Coltrane. I, I'd prefer John Coltrane. But no, Miles is the king. Yeah, he's, so John. the best. John Coltrane. Yeah, Miles. Uh, <laughs> it's the best ever. <laughs> I do want to play a, uh, just to, again, I'm going to give you some samples because the, the music at this point, you've got jazz in New Orleans and it starts to just, New Orleans for, has everybody Can we, wait, co- yes, sorry, because now you're getting me all nerded out. Can yeah. we just talk about the fact that if they didn't travel north on the Mississippi, mm. it would have stayed ragtime. It would have stayed yeah. New Orleans That's jazz. It would not have evolved and picked right. up the cultures of St. Louis or Chicago right. and some of that bluesiness yeah. and some of the rock and rollish that was coming out. I shouldn't have said rock and roll, but you know what I mean. I understand. More modern music. It would not have evolved to you what we're right. listening to yeah. right now. That's yeah. not New Orleans. Yeah. Right? And I think you're right. And, I th- and, and an as much thought, as I yeah. love New Orleans jazz, it is its own genre. It is for sure. And different. But that's where it came well, from. Well, there is a, I'll, I'll say this just to agree with what you're saying, but elaborate a little bit. Yeah. New Orleans jazz has its own genre, but New Orleans jazz is bigger than that. Yeah. Oh, that's you know what I'm fair. saying? That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Because New Orleans music, if you go down, I mean, you could walk from on, on Frenchman Street from from bar to bar or, yeah, right, or, or venue right. to venue it right. is you've got funk you've got country you've got i mean it's just that that city is just music so where are you taking me after this so i just want i i got to play this song by louis real quick i mean, let me just give you some brief little snippets but this is skokian which is called south african song uh, and it's i just feel like it's got like all of these things that you've got the you've got it's the a little marchy yeah, yeah. I want to play a little bit more of what I feel is the best, this is arguably the best, most, I should say, most perfect jazz song ever. Whoa. And it's West End Blues. This is your favorite jazz song ever? The song. I think it's the most perfect jazz song ever. This is the most perfect jazz song ever. I think so. Big statement. I think so. It is. It is. I got to hear it now. Let me explain why. Because yeah, I was going to ask you're you. You're rolling your eyes. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering why you would say that. After the people that we just mentioned, right, right, this isn't that. 
So why oh, it's not are, Miles Davis. It's not. No, 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 no. They, they, they. Jazz evolved to a different level. No, no, no. I just heard that that was the most perfect. Perfect. Jazz that's what I heard song. too. Jay, and I that's what by, I heard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Why? Yeah. Why is that? Because of the instrumentation, right? Okay. You've got improvisation on every single one of here. So you've got Louis doing the improvisation on the trumpet. I don't know who this is playing the the trombone, right? But going into that, then you've got him doing his vocalization, scatting, which is very New Orleans. Very, yeah. it's it's jazz. Not many other people do it. But you're taking your voice and you're using it as an instrument and mimicking an instrument. And it is there's no airs in it. There's a clarinet. I could listen to this anytime. anytime. Maybe I'm not working out, but I do like to like sit back on a rocking chair and just chill out. It does it. have that rocking chair. It is rocking chair style. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sure. Right. Yep. Right. It's hot out. Somebody's going to bring me lemonade soon. <laughs> and right. fans and it, on above fans you. It's on. creaking a little it's an, bit. It's a, but yeah. it's it's a, and it's a front yes. porch, yeah. not a back I'm right, porch. I'm no, right you're on the front porch. The grass right? out front yeah. a little yeah. longer than it should be. Yes. Hasn't been moved. Yes. And you don't care. Yeah. And you yep. don't care because no, you, you know, got there's this no cares. You right. took me there on with this. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there. It is I'm, not I'm on the. It is right not now. the most perfect jazz song, but I could see how. No, you, it is. Well, because you don't have an argument on what's better. <laughs> I do have an what? argument. I do. I, I. I. I can't tell you now because I have made a podcast of it. <laughs> ah. I did my top three jazz songs. Ooh. Okay. In order of best, like this is the best. How many are miles? Third. Has it been out Two. yet? Two. Two are miles. miles. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Two of them are miles. I'm not going to release them yet. Already or no? I have not released them yet. No. Now keep in mind that I did say before I mentioned that it was the the most perfect jazz song ever. I did say arguably. No, and that's what jazz is. It is arguable. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. 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 Whereas you know, hip hop, you can't argue. It's notorious (laughs) B.I.G. And then it's everyone else. You know. So think about this. So there is no. There is. There's. This is. This is where I started the the podcast with. Is that this is American? Yeah. Like this is. There's nothing. This didn't happen beforehand, right. right? Let me give you. Let me let me give you some snippets of some yes, some please. jazz through the yes, through please. the years. Yeah. All right. So then we've got a little guy named Fats Domino, right? I'll just give you some snippets. Wow. But we keep going did through. Do, it's did, a great name, Fats Domino. Oh, come on, right? What's up, Fats? Do you know how big of a deal Fats Domino is? Well, tell tell me. So, did you listen to our fifties? podcast that we did we, where me and Kevin argued about who the best artists I of need, the 1950s were? You know what? I actually did while I was doing something else and I gotta listen to it again. Okay, because his last pick and most important pick for him was Fats Domino. Really? Yeah. And went into a beautiful way of explaining just how big of a deal he was and how he blended all these genres that you just talked about yep. and was such a showman and such a performer and such an amazing piano player and it was that that bit of blend of rock and roll yeah. and jazz together, mm-hmm. and he was phenomenal. I think and, it's just, and so underappreciated. I think it's interesting to think about during a lot of these things, at least the ones we've covered so far, is is uh, the Jim Crow era. Yeah, it's pre segregation. So these are artists that are not getting exposure. No, right, and they're artists that are being mimicked and stolen by by white artists like Elvis and, and others. Oh, for sure. For, yeah. And we talked about that on the podcast quite a bit because he didn't have Elvis on his top four, and, and I did. Gotcha. And his was Fats Domino. Do you know, do you know a little bit about Fats Domino? Yeah. Okay, yeah. you do. All right, Jay. Blueberry Hill. I found mm. my thrill. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Blueberry if you sing a few more bars. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, well, we don't know that. that song. I'm walking. I'm walking to New Orleans. Yeah, 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 yeah. And look, he's got a great name. Fast Domino. He fast was so domino. big. Do you know? Okay. How are you not going to listen? Do you know the the song "The Twist"? 
Like the 1960s song, yeah. The Twist. Yeah. Okay, it was done by Chubby Checker. Yeah, Chubby Checker. Chubby Everybody Checker was Chubby. such a fan Not of Fats as cool Domino name as Fats, though. that he named himself after Fats Chubby Domino Checker. Oh, Chubby come Checker, on. I didn't Fats know that. Domino. Yeah. That's good. That's how big of a dude he was. And now today, wow. you ask 100 people, See, three. Now that's another cool snippet of three, information that I'm Three on. people I'm are going to know. Oh, you got Chubby Checker. Yep. Boom. Then Cakewalk. Cakewalk oh, yeah. and the cakewalk. Takes the cake. Takes the cake. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Give me so, go. go. All right. All right. All right. So here's, let me just list a couple. Uh, oh, hang on. Let me just list a couple of artists here. Professor Longhair, Louis Prima. Oh, come man. on. Dr. John. Preservation Dr. Hall. Dr. John. Preservation yeah. Hall Jazz Band, which yep. is amazing. Harry Connick Jr. Yep. Uh, Terrence Blanchard. The Marsalis family. Mm-hmm. The Marsalis family are all from New Orleans? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. Lil Wayne. Master P, come on. I mean, come you're, on. you're, you're stretching on. that jazz genre uh, a little bit, but all right. Now, here is, yeah, no, but I'm talking about how jazz as the American art form, the original American art form has evolved into all these different things. So this is actually, tell me if you know this group. This is a very New Orleans group and song. Wait, wait, when is this? Song. Wait, when is this? This is in the 70s. Okay. This is going to be right up Matt's alley. Sounds very familiar. Famous New Orleans family. Oh, am I supposed to know this? Should I know this? You should after I should. today, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Meters. That's nope. the group name, but it's the Neville brothers. Oh, so it's all no the Neville. So you got Seriously? a little bit of this. Yeah. A little bit of Aaron Neville. Oh, Come on, this yeah. song. This is one of my favorites. Yeah. Now Jay it. Butts earlier was talking about like you people know who just don't sing like tell this it anymore. like it is. Oh Come on. God. Mm. This dude can sing. Now, without, I argue that without the European influence, without the African drums, without all that together, you don't have Aaron Neville singing this song. No. I don't know. No, I, I, I agree but, with but you. I, I know where you're going. But I love this song. Me too. Just let's get a little false. It's, his whole voice is false, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's up there. Sure. Yeah. If you let's get the chorus and I'll play you next. I love Don't those chord changes too. It makes me furious. And I could just put this on and cook dinner or yeah. whatever. I mean, my yeah. wife cooks the dinner, but but, this but is, if but I wait, was, okay, so, I would put this on. But and listen, cook this is when you was talking earlier, and I said, "I play, hey Alexa, play '60s soul music." There you go. This is what comes up yes. best, as, as you know, New Orleansy as it yep. might be. But this is what comes up. All right, go ahead. Go All ahead. Right. Go so ahead. let me give you some more snippets. So then okay. we get to, to to you know more present day. And this is, you're talking about Grammy Award winners here. This is John Baptiste. Oh, yeah. Band leader yeah. from Stephen Colbert. This album, if you haven't listened it's to amazing. it, it's amazing. I can't so believe he was good. able to make that album today. Right. It's so different than everything else that's out. Everything. And he's so good and talented. Yeah, and he's super, super cool. Unbelievable. So he is New Orleans. You know, and I think this is, some of it, some of it is a bit of a throwback. Yeah, it is. Yeah, for you know? sure. Yo! And again, for the sake of time, you know, another New Orleans born tune. Now, this is a guy named Trombone Shorty. Started playing the trombone when he was like four, I don't know, three or four in Treme. And he is unbelievable. If you ever get a chance to see him live, this is your dude. He is my guy. He's unbelievable. I've seen him a few times. I mean, the energy. He's played with uh, all kinds of country bands. He's played with rock Lenny Kravitz. He's played with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
uh, Zach Brown band. He played with. He's played with just a ton of people. But New Orleans boy, though, huh? He is. Sweet. Yes. yes. And his whole family, um, the Andrews family. His name's Troy Andrews. So the Andrews family is kind of famous in New Orleans. But this is just like a. And this is sort of a one of those genres. that's like kind of jazz, kind of funk, kind yeah. of yeah. yeah. It's got a little Some bit of everything. Country in there. Yeah. This is with Jeff yeah. Beck. Oh no, car. kidding! Yep. yep. Not so fast. All right, I got one more before we go out. All right, okay. Because this is New Orleans. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> now I know why you sent me this song a couple of days I ago. Was, I was researching. I'm like, where did this come from? No way. But, you know, this is, I'm talking about how it evolves from, if you go back to that first song that I played, which is the mandolin, you know, you've got that, and how does music evolve Think into about where we've gone this. from that, the first song you played Listen, to, I've, to I feel mystical. like I've gone to kindergarten, to my undergraduate, to my <laughs> master's, to my doctorate. Like, I am schooled right now from professors. Listen, I love you're gonna like, get the I mean, uh, you get your, you're gonna get the diploma in the mail tomorrow. Thank you. That's it. Oh, no, wait, no. By email. It's email. <laughs> wait, let me just hear a little bit. Yeah. Now, when I sent this to yeah. Lucas, yeah. I did not know that it was produced by Pharrell. And yeah. I tried to get you my wife. I tried to get Jessica. Say, I said, who, who do you hear? So it says you ain't her. Yeah. I said, who is that? And she's like, Yep. Good. Once you hear, it, you can't unhear it. And you can't unhear. Once do me you know. a favor. Now, this is you know we're deviating a little bit here, but. Tomorrow or whenever you get a chance, and you're on Wikipedia and you go down a rabbit hole, pull up the songs that Pharrell has been a, been a part of, uh, and yeah. it's pages yeah. it's upon list. pages upon right. pages. It's, it's sorted by year. You're like, how could anyone be that involved it's in prolific. all of these songs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So before, all right before Did he rip we, them all off or just a couple of those? No, no, no. Produced, wrote, you know. what? Ripped off. No, he didn't rip them off. What do you mean he ripped them off? <laughs> no, he's a Virginia that. Beach guy. He went to Princess Anne High School, right. which is where I, I used to live. And uh, <laughs> no, and he actually is, is he is talented. Dude is brilliant. All right. He's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What is the song you want to take me out on? Okay, let's just go with that. Do you want to ask me another one? About I, don't, this? I don't, I don't, I don't. Because we're going to, we're going to, are we going to argue too much? All right, yeah. this is the song. And you know what? Because I have to. This is like a must. We're talking about New Orleans I jazz. feel like he's already apologizing for his choice right no, now. No, no, no. I, I, I don't think I am. I think you all will appreciate why I chose this. So go ahead and uh, here we go. That's not the one. Here it is. <laughs> Who is it? Sisters and brothers. Oh, Louie. Satchmo. Satchmo, getting ready to beat out this mellow summon. His voice is unreal. Nobody's ever. Yeah. yeah. And who would think oh, that would you be know a good, good call? I mean, you ha- I feel like you have. It's obligatory, right? I, I kind of agree on that. Though. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. If there's any New Orleans song and anyone to do it, right? It's got to be yep. him and this. That's it. That's it. Yep. Yeah, other people have probably done it better. I don't know. No, I don't think so. No. Well done. <sighs> All right. I well, wonder how he got into singing and who thought that that, yeah, was, that was a good, good idea. Do, you know, <laughs> we need you on the it mic. It works. Yeah, like, if, he just, if he comes in and goes, <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. Uh, you got a backup. <laughs> you know what? Everyone else sings so good. Have him do it. Yeah, right. it's so different. That's the thing now, That's right? Like thing. you're looking for such a unique voice, but back yes. then there was all these guys where everybody sing the same, and you they probably did. came in and they're like, God, "Get Kermit the Frog off the stage!" Or was it so different it became its own instrument? Yeah, that must just, have been. Yeah, it. that's that's got to be it. Well, all right, listen, I will say perfect choice to take us out. Yeah, very well done. Thank you for the education. 
Professor Seth. You got Absolutely. it. That was got really it. awesome. Excellent. And I, I know Email this is... me. You're, uh, I'll send you your degrees. <laughs> yeah. And with that, credits. we will say thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we'll see, see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>